Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Backseat Banter. My name is Jonathan Silber, and I am joined with Junio Barueta. He used to be a funny story, my camp counselor in a Bear University basketball camp, and now he's playing basketball professionally overseas in France. Uh, Junio, it's a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for having me, man. Um, I, I can't be- uh, begin to uh, describe how kind of nostalgic this feels a little bit because uh, I, as a camper, I would look up to you and, and how you play it and all that. So it's great to finally get back in touch with you and, and talk your, your path after Barry. Yeah, I'm glad you reached out, man. You know, uh, it's been a long time, man, since the, the Barry camp days. And mm-hmm. obviously, you are growing up now, man. You know, I, I've had, like I said, I've had so many campers, man, that now they're already, you know, in high school or probably already graduated, you know, in the university right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, it's crazy how time flies. Yeah, so I, I want to dive into your path, your career path that basketball has taken you after Barry University because you guys uh, were pretty good at Barry. I mean, you were fun to watch for sure. I remember uh, seeing some highlights on YouTube of Junio Barueta just dominating, and I was just like, damn, he's so good. Um, but you, you started overseas in Belgium, right? Yes, that was my, my first year, yeah, in Belgium. How'd that go? No, it was good, you know, after Barry, man, you know, like, like you, you know, just rephrasing what you said, um, you know, I had a really good uh, senior season, you know, especially after coming back from an injury. Um, uh, just, man, that, that, that season, if it wasn't for my senior year, man, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now, you know. So definitely, you know, Barry helped me out a ton, um, you know, to put me where I'm at today. So just my first year, man, coming over to Belgium, you know, it's, it's like a whole new world, you know, just um, I'm finally a professional. I'm finally getting paid for this. You know, I'm thousands of miles away from my family. You know, luckily I got my girlfriend with me. So I helped out a ton. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, just my first year was just it was like, wow, man, like I'm actually here, you know? Yeah. How was uh, it when when you first played your first game what was that feeling like okay I'm, I've made it or when like in practice or when you moved to Belgium were you like okay I'm I'm in the leagues now uh, not gonna lie once I landed to Brussels Belgium like that's when I was like man I'm here yeah. you know like, I'm actually here like you know I started getting paid from today you know like this is my job like this is my you know people's nine to five you know like this is what I do but you know like I man it was my, no matter how many uh, preseason games we had, but just that first official one, like mentally, I was like, wow, you know, I was like, man, this is, this is it, you know, mm-hmm. but um, man, I had a good first game. I scored like what, 13 points, had like five rebounds, two, three assists. You know, people said, man, you weren't nervous. Man, I was <laughs> nervous. I'm sure. I'm man, sure. I was, I was trembling out there, bro, but. Nah, it was it was great, man. It was great. I'll never forget that moment, you know. And it was just, it was great, man. That's all I can say. What's the difference in competition going from Barry University to playing professional overseas with guys that have been doing it for a long time? Yeah, uh, biggest difference, man, is experience, man. You know, you, I've had teammates, you know, like for example, last year Ron Lewis, man. You know, fourteen years overseas, like you learn so much from these guys. Like these guys. You know, it, it's not it's not all about speed. It's not all about athleticism, man. It's it's all up here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's how you 
break your defenders down mentally. So, yeah, that's the biggest difference, man, from Barry that I remember to now. It's just, uh, you know, experience, the, guy, the experience that these people have over here. Um, obviously, you know, there's a lot of talented guys, you know, but, um, but yeah, just me- me- the, me- the mental aspect is the biggest. How, from, from practicing in Barry to practicing overseas, how does it change when you're going against real professionals and how do they push you to, to your limits, not only mentally, but physically as well? Physically, I mean, like I said, you know, these guys are talented, you know, these guys are big, you know, even bigger than me. And it's like, you know, at Barry, I was one of the biggest, you know, I was mm-hmm. able to dominate, but you know, I'm here is, it's not as easy, you know, it's not as easy. I'm going against other guys that are just as good or better than me. Mm-hmm. So think about it like this, you know, I was a star at Barry. Now I'm here surrounded by other players that were stars in their universities. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going with, you know, against the best. So, but yeah, man, in practice, you know, we go at it hard, you know, same thing like in, in, uh, in Barry, you know, we went at it hard there. So here is no different, you know, guys are competitors, guys go out there every night, you know, just compete, man. So what led you uh, going from Belgium to France? What, how did that decision come around and, and how was the scouting process too? And how did you fit into France when you got there? Well, originally I wasn't trying to go to France. You know, I was in, uh, after Belgium, I ended up firing my first agent. Um, I wasn't planning on going to France. Like I had no idea I was going to go to France. I actually had some offers to go to, you know, Germany and that's where I really wanted to go. Um, but yeah, just that summer coming back, it was tough, man. You know, I had to fire my agent. I got a new one and, you know, he proposed me his whole other you know, I stuck to his plan. He told me, hey, come here, you know, within the next five, six years, you're going to be where you want to be. So, you know, that's when he he got this contract at Danone in France. And, you know, it was it was a great opportunity for me, you know, because I was going to be one of the main guys. And and I was like, hey, might as well take it, man. You know, it's another country I'm going to live at. You know, new experience, new team. So, you know, let's go. Where is it that you want to be? Because... Um, I've been following your career really ever since you left Barry and I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you. It's kind of unreal a little bit how long it's been, but going to France, you, you got this new team and you're in a new city. How have you found that you fit into France and how has it changed you as a person to live in, in a different country? Well, just like when I when I when I went to Belgium, man, for the first time, like, like this is not the United States, man. Like, it's crazy how they say it. the United States, everything is bigger in the United States, which is true. You know, you even look at the houses here. I'm not saying all the houses. Um, a lot of the houses here are small. Cars are smaller. The food portions are a lot smaller. So, yeah, man, it's like a it's like a, kind of like a culture shock. You know, it's it's crazy. Um, you know when I got to Belgium and, and when I got to France, it was the same thing, you know, just different foods. Uh, it's crazy how, you know, you see 18 year olds drinking alcohol in the United States, you don't mm-hmm. see 18 year olds drinking alcohol. You know, it's, um, it's, a, it's a lot of little things that it's different, but an, a, an aspect like it's like, man, it's, you know, it's pretty interesting the way they live their, their, their life, you know, compared to everybody in the United States, you know, um, and how they have to learn another language, mm-hmm. you know, like English, for example which, you know, I give it to them, man. Like a lot of these, 
players and people that I come across, like they know the, the, the English language. You know, it's not like a lot of people know French in the United mm-hmm. States. So that's one thing that I'm really like, you know, wow about France. How's your French? Uh, come see, come sa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I'm not the best. I, I understand it more now, but speaking is it's the most difficult, man. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. So if you uh, could give advice to any person that is considering playing overseas, what would be the first thing that you tell them uh, to prepare themselves to get ready for this? First thing I'll tell them, uh, yeah, get ready to miss a lot of birthdays, a lot of um, holidays with your family. Um, but other than that, man, you just gotta, you know, you gotta think about it. I mean, this is your job, bro. You know, you're not here. This is not college. This is not yeah. college anymore. That, hey, whatever, you know, I could have. I could chill, you know, um, I don't know. I don't want to go to practice. I don't want to shoot. Not like here. You got to, you got to work, man. You got to mm-hmm. practice because if not, the next player is coming up and he's taking your spot and then you're down on the bench at the end. And then next year you got no job. Yeah. So yeah, here is like, man. So you got to come here with a, with a different mindset than college and just, you know, work. How has the pandemic really affected the league and where has it put your team uh is it in a standstill right now or, or what's going on well you know um when the pandemic hit when i was announcing last year um it was a complete stop you know uh, the season stopped in march 13th and you know it was just a complete pause until you know the end of the season june 30th which we didn't have anything um and coming into this season um, in the beginning, they were iffy about it. You know, they opened it up because things got better. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one one game officially, and then after that, things got bad again over here in Europe. So we we had the whole month of November off. Wow. You know, nobody could practice, no games, no nothing. And now we have two games in December and two games in January. And then after that, we're gonna see how whatever the president of France says if he decides to open things up or not. But it's looking kind of like the same as last season, man. I mean, I don't want to be negative, but I, I think it's going to Yeah, I think we, we lost you here for a second. Um, hopefully we can get you back in a minute. Oh, there you are. Um, I, I lost the last thing you said. There was a internet issue. Oh, what was the last thing that you heard me say? Um, you were speaking about uh, the president opening things up, potentially. Oh, yeah. So we're pretty much just waiting on the president to, on, on January 20th, he has a meeting. And he's going to announce if uh, the league is going to continue or not. So let's see. Yeah, I mean, hopefully it does. I I wish you can get back on the floor as, as soon as you can. How are you keeping... Um, not not only your body because you said most of it's mentally that you that you need to be prepared mentally. How are you staying um, at a professional level when there's a pandemic going on? Well, I mean, you know, there's a lot of exercises that you can do, man. Like mental exercises, you know, YouTube YouTube University, man. You know, you, <laughs> YouTube it teaches you a lot. So, mm-hmm. nah, just you know, I you know we go a couple of days without practice, man, and it's tough, you know, especially restarting again and. 
just you know just getting my mind right man just uh telling myself you know like that hey, it's okay you know it's okay that you know i haven't practiced for a week uh you know i can't get too down on myself so just try to stay as positive as i can you know mm-hmm. like like things are gonna be okay like it's okay if i miss these shots you know especially after one week not practicing uh you know i just try to stay as positive as i can you know and that's that's what helps me out a ton yeah so we we hope the season starts sooner rather than later for you and we hope to see you on the floor sooner uh but what is the future hold what is the goal that you're trying to accomplish overseas i know playing professionally is your job and there there are a lot of things that go into that as well but is there a next step that we're going to see you taking or um you're just gonna continue your path in france which is quite honestly very cool yeah i mean uh i would like to stay in france man because you know i uh, both uh my girlfriend and i we love it um but you know, if, if I get a, a better contract somewhere else, man, and a better league and, a, you know, on a higher, higher level, like I'm going to take it, you know, because mm-hmm. I got to do this for, for myself at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, you know, uh, just my, my, my goal is to try to reach the Euro League level, man, you know, play for like a big time team one day. And, you know, I still got a, you know, a couple years left in, in the tank. So, so definitely, you know, that's, that's my goal. Yeah, that's really cool. I I mean, I never been to France, but I'm sure it's a great place to live and uh who knows what the future holds. I mean, it's it's a kind of difficult question to answer, but um let's just talk about something more more topical. Have you been following uh the NBA at all recently or? Well, I mean, I just been, you know, looking at the the trades and and just, you know, watching these highlights from you know, like Lonzo Ball and stuff like that. You know, I've just been keeping up, you know, on Instagram, you know, but I haven't really been in depth with it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so the season's starting sooner. Are you a Heat fan or am I? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm a Heat fan, you know. I got to represent the hometown. Yeah. Well, I'm, a, I'm a big-time LeBron fan, man. Yeah, LeBron? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy that I How was it last year watching LeBron play Miami in the finals? Man, you know, it was tough because, you know, I was, I wanted LeBron to win, but at the same time, I wanted the Heat to win, you know, mm-hmm. because last time they won was with LeBron, so it would be nice to get them back, you know. But, no, it was, a good, it was a good finals, man. You know, the Heat, they had a lot of good rookies there on the floor, man, that tried their best. And I feel like they, they could be a contender next year too, man. You know, yeah. don't, don't count them out. Yeah, there's also um, trade rumors going around right now for James Harden. Uh and if, if Miami could potentially get a player like that, who knows if they can yeah. contend even more. Me personally, I feel like James Harden won't make the Heat better. Why? Just, just because the way he plays, you know. He holds the ball too much, you know. The, the way that he were playing, you know, especially, you know, the way uh, Eric Spolstra, the way he, you know, he coaches, is, you know, a lot of ball movement, you know to create for other players like Duncan and Hero and, and Bam, you know, so with Harden there, uh, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah, it's pretty cool how you, like, broke down the way he played. Is there any, uh, like, signature move that you like to do a lot or or if you can break down the, your style of play? My style be- of play, man, I'm, I'm a slasher, shooter. You know, I just try to move without the ball, you know, because – 
I'm, I don't have the best ball handling. I'm not the guy like Kyrie. I'm not no Kyrie, nah. I, I, I break it down, you know, I try to see how you're playing me on defense, you know, if I could go back door, if I could, you know, move up a little bit higher to catch a wide open three, you know, especially if I have a good point guard on my team. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm more like a, like a, a Rip Hamilton type player. Okay. You know, that's, I know that's way before your time, but. No, yeah. but I'm, I'm familiar with her. Yeah, Rip Hamilton, I'm that, if you watch him, man, I'm, I'm, that's exactly the, tr- the type of player I, I try to be, him. So. I mean. That's that's high praise to to try and play like one of the the greater players, uh, as you said before my time. But I, I keep up a little bit, and I I definitely see how the style of play that you play is very helpful to a team because it, it kind of fills the need of shooting. Because I remember from back in the Barry days, you were lights out at shooting, um, and you're very very aggressive. You were recovering from that injury at that time so you you weren't pushing yourself too hard but um you you were still killing it um yeah it's it's been a pleasure having you on the show unio uh we should keep in touch more often in the, in the future and see where your career takes you yeah definitely man you know you can hit me up whenever man or on a podcast or whatever you know anything to support yeah for sure and we'll be posting this on spotify apple or anywhere where, where people can stream their podcasts. And we'll also be posting this on YouTube too. So we can try and uh, get your name out there and, and show the people uh, the Unio Barueta show. <laughs> nice, man. Thank you for having me, man. No Appreciate problem. It. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for, right, for coming on the show.